hash mark angle to the left for Adam Vinatieri. 48-yard field goal attempt. Set to go. Snap ball down. Kick up. Kick is on the way. And it is good! It's good! It's good! Out in the ninth inning, here on the banks of the Mississippi River, the Red Sox need one more out. Swing a ground ball. Welcome to episode 7 of the Loudest Sports Show, brought to you by the Dorkening Network and sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee. We are the three bromigos, the Ray Hall Trio, the Sports Triumvirate, and along with Slashes the Ice Queen and Emma Extreme, we are the greatest sports talk team you have ever seen. I am your host, Patsy the Angry Nerd, and I am here, of course, with Dan, don't call me Danny Spencer. What is happening? We're going to pay our Tuesday tidings and talk some sports. Feeling good tonight. We got Tuesday night football, baseball on the tube. Let's go. And Dave, the Kardashian dragon slash uh, airwolf. Ow, ow! Billy, that's it. was saying how excited he was. I mean. Like, that was it? That's all you got? You're excited. Free nipples. Yeah, talking in the mic though. I heard something about free samples or free nipples. I don't know, one of the two. I said airwolf. Ow, ow! Yeah, I, I heard I said that. If part. I'm excited, I should feel his nipples. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> I declined. Happy to be here though. Ready to go. All right. So we are uh, we're here on a uh, another Tuesday. We're not live this time because uh, uh, there's no reason to be. But it is a weird time in sports because of uh, everything that's going on. But before we uh, we get into that, we, of course, have to discuss our uh, opening face-off. So the opening face-off question this week is, what is the best role of an athlete in a film? Now, this doesn't have to be the best acted. This doesn't have to be, you know, the best suited role for that particular person but the one that you enjoyed the most one that you personally think was the best and i'm when i originally came up with this question i was a little concerned that it was just going to devolve into us talking about the rock in a bunch of different ways but uh i know where i'm gonna go with this but uh, i want to hear what you guys uh have to say so i'm gonna start with uh with you uh dan what do you what do you think well, I, I think you should make sure to give us all, as a, a collective triumvirate here, more credit to understand that we'd never go The Rock. We are way too well-versed in movies, but I like the thought because that seems to be uh, where people go. But I I have a very, very off-the-beaten-path of one of my favorite movies that was actually led, starring role by a, a former pro skater who would be Jason Lee and a guy thing. 
probably not where a lot of people would have went because generally pro skaters aren't, aren't aren't the main fodder of what we're talking about. However, one of the best movies uh, I've ever seen, definitely within one my top twenty funny movies ever ex- made, exceptionally out there. underrated. Uh, starring Jason Lee, it's got um, Julia Stiles. Stiles. We got Selma Blair. We've got a lot of other people from a lot of other things that you've seen a million times, and I'm not that good with their names. However, fantastic cast, and uh, yeah, he he kills it, leads it. The Duke, the Duke, that guy. He was it was okay. So the guy Champ. that played his stepfather was Champ from uh, Anchorman. Anchorman, which was was phenomenal. So yeah, it, all right, he kills it in that. Jason Lee, guy thing, all day. All right, uh, Kardashian, Dave, what do you got? Okay, I'm going to go probably, I mean, it's not my favorite one of all time. I'm going to go probably best, best, it's best movie ever made, probably, probably. I'm going Terminator 1, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, And you can't say this guy isn't an athlete. He won Mr. Universe at the age of 20 years old. Uh, he was Mr. Olympia seven times. He was inducted to the International Sports Hall of Fame in 2012 and also the WWE Hall of Fame in 2015. So, I mean, I could have gone with so many movies here because Total Recall, personal favorite of mine. Um, but T1, the villain, they almost made him the good guy, but they thought just him not, not saying anything and being the imposing figure was just going to be brilliant. And I got to say it was – Called that yeah. the breakout role – yeah. Well, part so, of it, part yeah. of it also was uh, O.J. Simpson was going to play the bad guy, and at the time they said they couldn't imagine O.J. as a cold-blooded killer. You know, I, I did know that as well, which is I, I, so funny. I almost a part of me wanted to go with O.J., which I know sounds kind of messed up. However, I love Naked Gun 33 and a third. Oh, so and good. unfortunately, he turned out to be a murderer. However, I love that movie. And he was brilliant in that, but that is one of my favorite movies, especially best one of the Naked Gun series, for damn sure. Yeah, no, that's that's actually really funny. Yeah, so I'm going Arnold. Just a couple more things. Um, he was the governor of California, two terms, you know. This guy does it everything. He's all around. He won a Golden Globe, Pumping Iron, the documentary. I'm pretty sure everyone's seen that. I think we're getting his IMDb right now. Amazing, amazing movie. So, uh, And he actually directed a Tales from the Crypt episode not not well known about him so he did try his hand at directing i know now dave yeah wasn't great at it but uh i mean come on t2 you could i mean t2 you could do it commando Arnold is what you call true lies yeah he's undeniable you you, you mentioned the rock and this is the original rock there wouldn't be a rock without this guy he was the rock before the rock so if you if you recall when he was a governor he uh he did a uh, cameo in the rundown where the Rock is walking into the club and he's walking out. Good luck. And that was supposed to be a symbolic passing of the torch because he was retired at the time. He's done about six hundred and twelve yep. movies since then. Yep. Yeah. And they've and, and they've all come by and made as much as. Acted in two thousand three. Um. So in two thousand three to two thousand eleven, he he didn't act really, and then after that, he he went back to acting. So he mm-hmm. did his his governor, and he was very you know stern and very you know focused on that and then he went back to movies so and i i will amend to make sure that i get more information on my pick next week yes jingle all the way 1996 just want to say went and saw that in the theater with josh and uncle nick i forget you guys are probably seeing some other movie but we got to go see jingle all the way in theaters so that was pretty cool you saw jingle all the way 
in theaters. It was nineteen ninety six. I was seven. Blues? That would make sense. I was, it time. definitely came out in in winter time, so been, I was seven. It so been, you were it thirteen. Been, uh, yeah, so I, I yeah, was, Matt, you were fifteen. This was exceptionally difficult, by the way, because it was a whole whole lot of things to comb through. And, but that just brings you right back oh, to say yeah, me saying that balls, brings you right yeah, back yeah, to, to us going. He unzipped me. Yeah, he unzipped. He unzipped me. All right, so Pat, who you got? What's your what's your guy? So for mine, uh, I was I was uh, see there's there's so many. I, I was thinking, you know, uh, the Howie Long movie where he was like a firefighter or some shit, and like I was like, nah, what proof. <laughs> he was also in Broken Arrow. Then there was the uh, the Brian Bosworth movie that like he left the NFL to, to too, be an actor. It. Yeah, <laughs> and he was. That was a good one, though. They thought Boz was going to be a star. Yeah. He yeah. should have been. He had the look. He had the look. He looked he, like Drago, dude. It was like was other, so Lung, cool. other Lundgren. Yeah, other Lundgren. Steve Lundgren. But he was – that was, you know, uh, the thing that kind of spurred him on his way was he was supposed to be this hotshot linebacker. And in a game at the Kingdom, Bo Jackson twice carried his ass into the end zone for touchdowns. <laughs> Became just a guy that day. That's what Bo did, yeah. Um, All right, so who you got? What, what is what is yours? So I, go, I want to know. There's actually two athletes so uh, that I considered. I almost went with Suburban Commando, but Ooh, Undertaker, wow. Undertaker, and I almost picked Undertaker. I almost picked it, Undertaker because Hogan's too well known for that massive role. So I'm gonna go. It's actually a tie. The two basketball players playing uh, roles that you wouldn't normally expect. Uh, one was Exorcist 3 with Patrick Ewing as the Angel of Death. <laughs> which That sounds like it's a joke. That sounds like something from scary movies. <laughs> Blew my mind. Yeah, it sounds funny. Uh, but the second is uh, the Conan sequel with Wilt fucking Chamberlain. I figured you were going Kareem. Oh, in, in uh, Kareem. I you were uh, going Kareem. There's a picture of the big Wilt. I think it's... Was it Andre? It's Will, and, Andre, and, and, and Arnold. And, and Arnold. They're holding him up in the middle, making him look small. Yeah, that's a great picture. You know, we couldn't honestly plan this 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 line of, of uh, speaking any better because it all I, came was, I was full listening circle. to I was listening to all of us, and while I was saying this, like I don't want to say it in case Pat picked it. Andre and Princess Bride is probably the I best I thought he was going to say. I thought I he was going to say gonna, Andre. I, I almost went it. Andre. But I, I was said, trying. No, I, I think that's what Pat's going to say. But no. But Andre and Princess Bride, boom. But you talked about Conan, so you got the Andre thing, so we can just bring it full circle. Yeah, I mean, I it's was trying circle. to go with, it's, it's with like, I had a bunch in my head. I was like, um, you know, Lawrence Taylor's bit role in in uh, The Waterboy telling kids not to smoke crack, even though, like, that's what he'd been known yes. for. <laughs> even though it's not a quotable movie, apparently. Yeah, but LT's um, one of the best defensemen ever. Like, I, I was going to say Jim Brown and Mars Attacks, which is oh, oh, wow, for me. True, I true. love Jim Brown and Mars Attacks. That's yeah. That's another uh, a high quality one. Um, yeah, there's because there's so many people that you don't realize that you know were athlete like you know Tony yeah, Danza was see, drafted by Roger the Cardinals. Clemens, you go, oh, that guy's not an actor. Tony Danza was drafted by the Cardinals. Like that dude played pro ball. Angela, Angela, where are we going? Where's Jonathan? <laughs> Anytime I get a chance to do my Tony Danza, Tony Danza saying Angela, I'm I'm all over it. Uh, I saw that dude at Rhode Island Comic Con a couple of years ago, and we saw him uh, last year uh, at um, 
what the hell was it? Super Mega Fest. Uh, he's a little bit bigger than Dave. You know, Super Duper Mega Ultra Fest. I have to say, I feel like Tony Danza got jobbed out of a payday because everybody knows Invincible. However, they did pretty much the exact same premise, same team, when he was a, a garbage man that turned into a kicker for the Eagles on the Family Channel about 10 years Trash before. Trash picking, the, field goal kicking, Philadelphia. Phenomenal. Wow. <laughs> well played, Dave, remembering that one. But that happened. And then instead of going dancing, they went Wahlberg. What? Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> but, I mean, the Invincible is definitely the same. It's the same thing as Rudy where it's like. Should have gone Spencer, not Mark. You know what I mean? Should have gone with Spencer on that one. <laughs> it, where it's like, oh, like this guy did one thing once. It's like, yeah, it's a great story that he got into the, you know, the program, but like he made about, zero no, impact. We wouldn't have got the Sunday episode, Hold though. On. However, I was going to say the the whole thing with the trash kicking guy, that actually happens now. How did Young Way Koo get his job? Like, oh, look, I kicked on on uh, YouTube. All right, you're hired. Sign him up. That happens now, for real. Yeah. And, or Tony Danza was left in the lurch, should have been making that Wahlberg money. I mean, he, had, he was pulling down who's making the that, boss He was money. making that Danza money back in the day, Danza. though. You know what I mean? I mean, we also – there's so many. There's so many. We could also could have gotten, you know, Mike Tyson and Ip Man 3 or Mike Tyson and I the almost hangover. thought Mike Tyson, too. Yeah, the hangover was, was funny, too. The hangover was... That's not as good as other people, so. See, it's, it seems cliche. Shay, however, I remember watching that movie for the first time and how that was the absolute last thing on my list of what I would have expected to walk in the room with Phil Collins playing and then Mike Tyson's there and sings a song. Like, what the fuck? That's what, great, what? though. But what about Arnold and DeVito and twins? You know what I mean? I didn't even bring that up. I mean, how about that? See, see, Arnold was a bodybuilder, which, you know with what I mean? DeVito like, and twins? Uh, it's gold. That movie is gold. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. It's a great movie. He does. I remember hearing him do I'm Officer of John Gimble. Tried to do stuff. Uh, Who is your daddy and what does he what do? Does he do? <laughs> baby boomers. Well, do you know who was in the uh, kindergarten cop sequel? John Cena. Was Crisp in it? Because as long as Crisp was in it, no, I don't know. He got killed at the character. end of the first one. Spoiler alert. No, it was uh, Dolph. If you haven't seen it, then it's spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, like, Jesus Christ, I feel bad for you. Dolph Ziggler was yeah. Officer John Kimball. No, Dolph Lundgren. I mean, WWE makes movies. Oh, it's not a dog; it's a ferret. (laughs) It's a ferret. See, that was like a that was an impression of an impression right there. When the kid, no, kid is sitting on the ground eating the lunch, and he goes over and he goes, "Is this your lunch?" And the kid just goes, "No." What are you doing? What are you doing? It's so funny. The kid's just eating the lunch. Just oh man, that's great. We could we could do this all day. Yeah, let's move on here. Yeah, so I can't talk let's, about uh, what, what about we'll him. do is get uh, to the top <laughs> If you uh if you if you uh have some that we didn't come up with, please let us know at the loudest sports show at gmail.com or uh you know let us know in the comments on the uh on the Facebook group. So we're going to take a quick break, pay some bills, and uh, we'll be right, right back. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. 
Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Hey there, this is JB. And if you enjoy Tales from the Crypt, then check out my show, Tales from the Podcast, where myself, and usually a very special guest, sit down to discuss the TV show, the films, the animated series, as well as the original comics. So check me out every other week on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and of course, at TalesFromThePodcast.com. Thanks for listening, kiddies. You're all a scream. <laughs> Ryder steps around Greer. Ryder to Chaton. He's And we are back. So uh, I hope you enjoyed that opening uh, <clears throat> opening talk, our opening face-off. So uh, now we're going to get into uh, some of the sports news of the week. <clears throat> and one of the things that I am uh, most upset about, because what we usually do is we start with the NHL, so that's what we're going to do uh, and continue doing that, even though we do not have uh, slashes this week. She will be back uh, next week, hopefully, but uh, this week she's putting in some extra hours because... Uh, you know, that's what she does as the lab manager. So, <clears throat> oh, I'm like clearing my throat like crazy. Um, so far, the Bruins and free agency have done uh, between Jack and shit. Uh, they did sign Craig Smith three years, $9.3 million. They brought back, uh, uh, what's his name there, uh, Kevin Miller. Uh, Tory Krug left uh, on a deal that was very similar to the one that the uh, – Bruins offered him six years, six and a half million is what they offered. He ended up going to the Blues for six years, uh, sorry, seven years, six and a half million per, uh, which kind of spelled the end of uh, Alex Petrangelo, who was the captain of the St. Louis Blues, kind of spelled the end of his run. He signed with the Vegas Golden Knights for seven years at 8.8 per. So uh, any shot that the uh, Bruins had of bringing him in, uh, they said they never talked to him. One thing I was really high on was I was hoping that the Bruins would bring in a guy like Taylor Hall because Hall's been in the league for 10 years, won uh, MVP a couple of years ago. He's a right wing, so he'd fit right in. He'd fill one of their needs. He's a, he's a volume scorer. He would have. He checked every box that they needed. They need a right wing to play with Krejci. They need somebody who's going to provide secondary scoring, other than that top line. And instead, you know, because of the the cap situation, I was like, all right, they could sign him for two years. He could make a run at the cup because the guy has only been in the playoffs once in ten years. He could make a run at the cup. He'd be on his fourth team either way because he went. Uh, he started with Edmonton. He got drafted right before Tyler Sagan. He uh, started with Edmonton, then he went. He got uh, 
traded to the Devils, and then the Devils last year, and that's where he won MVP, and then the Devils last season, or this past season, traded him to uh, the Coyotes, which, what the fuck, who wants to play for the Coyotes? Nobody. Um, he got, he, he decided to test free agency, and I'm like, okay, great. They can give him, like, a, a lower deal, two years. He'd get the chance to play with all these guys. He wouldn't be the guy you know, he'd have some opportunities to, you know, uh, you know, kind of sit back and relax a little bit and not have to worry so much about handling all the scoring load for the entire team because, you know, they have Krejci and Bergeron and Coyle and Pasternak and, and, and Marshan and all these guys that can put the biscuit in the basket here. But uh, instead, <clears throat> he decided to take a one-year deal with the Buffalo fucking Sabres for $8 million. So clearly to him... Uh, he doesn't give a shit about winning because you're not going to win a goddamn thing in Buffalo because uh, aside from Jack Eichel, they really don't have anything. Uh, I might be wrong about that, but, um, I mean, Buffalo is not a team that's going to be making the playoffs anytime soon. Even with those two guys, uh, they need a goalie. They need better defense. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of this move whatsoever. Uh, I think it just shows to me that <clears throat> they didn't give a shit about, or he didn't give a shit about, uh, about, uh, about winning. So, uh, there were other moves that I want to see from the Bruins, especially now that it came out today that both, uh, Pasternak and, uh, Brad Marchand, uh, have undergone surgery and Marchand's not going to be ready until January the earliest and Pasternak's not going to be ready until February the earliest. So unless they want to find themselves in a deep hole because they don't have any depth on this team, um, and you're taking out your top two scorers, uh, they have to do something and they have to do it quickly because they didn't have a first round pick. They didn't have, you know, they did nothing in the draft to address their issues. Uh, they haven't moved on from Tuka Rask, which they absolutely should. I think they should bring in Martin Jones from the Sharks. They had him at one point. Uh, I, I definitely think that they they need to move on. They need to get some scoring. Uh, Taylor Hall would have been perfect, you know, two years, four or five million a year, and then he'll hit free agency at 30 and have the chance to get a seven or eight year deal, you know, at eight, nine million per, but whatever. Um, but they have to do something, especially with those two guys out for the first two months of the season. Um, you're not going to be able to recover from that. I think they're only going to be doing like a 60, 60 game season again uh, because they're not That's starting. That's too much to ask the most anybody, to be quite honest. What's that? So that's a lot to ask of anybody, especially in a compressed season like that. And you don't even know when it's going to start. It's kind of puts everybody in a really weird spot. No, we know when it's going to start. It's starting January 1st. So confirm January 1st. Yeah, we, we talked about that last no, show, no, Dan. We know 100%. We, we, yeah. we don't think we, that. No, I mean, no we talked I about it a couple weeks ago. This. Okay. That was the breaking news that, uh, that, that Ash dropped because she saw it and she was like, breaking news, season's going to start January so like preseason. I, I apologize because I do actually remember re-listening to that. My mistake on that. So, yeah, and so for two months you're gonna be without your top two scores. Um, I, I mean, you're already a team that doesn't have any secondary scoring, and now you're gonna get rid of your pri you're gonna be without your primary scoring for two months. So or a quarter of the season, a third of the season, who knows. But yeah, I'm I'm a little uh, a little upset with that. 
Um, I'd, I'd like to see them move on from Rask, get a goalie, take some of that money that they were going to use on Krug and get something, you know, somebody that can fill a void. I was kind of hoping they'd get uh, Tyler Toffoli. Uh, he went to the Canucks, which is just adding insult to injury. Um, would you not want to, would you have wanted to keep him? Krug? Um, no, I think there's better options out there, but I think that, uh, especially where Krug was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really care. Like, you know, he he didn't didn't... see all that broken up that they didn't call him either, which was weird. No. And, and if that was the whole case, like we're finding this out now, I wish they would have traded him last year, you know, at the trade deadline, get something for him. He was always somebody that you'd hear about every, every, every time. It like seemed to be something that makes sense. I I hear that. My fear is that they're going to move on from Krejci and get nothing in return, you know, and then end up with a bunch of like fucking Nick Richies. So I don't need that. Nick gang. So that's the that's the uh, NHL uh, update for uh, for this week. Uh, I'm sure there's more, but I'm just I'm just really irritated, and uh, I think we just can move on to the NBA. Don't so, stoke the fire, Patsy. Don't stoke the fire. Uh, so let's let's uh, let's move on. Let's uh, get some NBA action. So Dave, whenever you whenever you're ready to talk about the NBA, I just want to give a quick uh, update on the Monday Night Football game. Uh, Tennessee just scored at seven zero, but really quick, um, Monday Night I, Football. I got a. Uh, Huh? The Monday night football Monday game? Monday night football on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Tuesday night football. I'm I'm a creature of habit. Um, but um Yeah, let, let's let's just all right, we'll, we'll go we'll go NBA first. Yeah, let's talk about NBA. Yeah, that's why I'm playing your music. <laughs> so obviously uh the Lakers closed it out, won the championship. Fourth championship for LeBron, fourth finals MVP. We're not going to get in LeBron and Jordan tonight. We're not going to talk about uh, any of this, but let's just revel in the greatness. Uh, you know, it's just it's his fifth head coach he took to the finals. It's his, his third franchise that he got there, and they were pretty much in shambles, hadn't won a championship in, uh, you know, a decent amount of time besides, you know, the Lakers. But it had been, you know, a few years. So took him two years with, uh, with the Heat. Went back to Cleveland and took him two years. And uh, took him two years in L.A., so that's usually what he does, turns franchises around. So I, I think they got a couple more in them. A.D. is going to take over the reins of this team. Maybe I think LeBron has two more years of being the best player in the world, and then I think A.D. might – well, not A.D. is going to be better. I think Luka actually would be better, but I think uh, LeBron is going to give up the reins in a couple years. But they still have the many chances to you know, be a, a dominating team, especially this offseason. They're going to make some moves maybe – Chris Paul, who knows where Chris Paul's going to go? You know, he could go to, they're talking about Bucks. They're talking about Lakers. So, um, and then we're going to talk about our, to move we're going to get to a $41 our, million dollar contract, though. No, true, true. You can, you can restructure, though, and you can, 38 uh, year old guy with a $41 million contract. You could almost, you could even pay him out. It'd be a lot of money, but I think Buy he'd be out? great for the Bucks. But, 38, what's, Thirty-eight in twenty twenty is not what thirty-eight used to be. Thirty-eight like, is a lot, but that's fine. But it's so, also um, a guy who's had yeah, an injury to, history. Uh, I I think Chris Paul could make it 
make a big difference. He's still got some left in the tank. No, so. I think Andre Iguodala, anybody? Yeah, Iguodala made it to finals four years in a row. But so you, you have the ESPN rankings of the teams next year? Uh, I do. I have the, the top 10, uh, the power rankings for the teams next year. Uh, I would have... like you to say that, and then I want to actually give my top 10 because it's a little bit different than ESPN. Yeah, mine mine is uh, mine is as well. Uh, they have the Lakers uh, favorites to repeat, uh, the Clippers, the Bucks, the Nuggets, the Mavs, the Warriors, Celtics, 76ers, Heat, and Nets. Uh, at the bottom uh, are the New York Knicks, uh, a bet with, with uh, I think they're plus 30,000. Uh, it's, it's the line on They're that. the worst team. They're the worst team with the worst owner in sports. So that's why. So do you agree with the Lakers number one, Pat? Um, it depends. Like if they keep their team intact. I mean, you have to go with them as the re- defending champions. And if they keep their team intact and nobody else. Especially LeBron and AD because they're top two teams. It's the only team with two, uh, two players in the top five. You know what I mean? So I, right. I feel like so, it's I mean, hard it's- to go against them. I mean, it also depends on what they do, you know, with the the role players that they have. You know, Morris, Rondo. I mean, Rondo wasn't much of a factor during the year, but uh, playoff Rondo is playoff Rondo. That's why they call him playoff Rondo. Yeah. So, so I think the li- the the list actually is is very. I'm actually disappointed with it. I feel like it's. Maybe more of revisionist history. I don't think we're giving enough credit to Kevin Durant. I'm not a big Kevin Durant fan, but he's undeniably the second. People think he's the first best player in the entire world. Just because he was hurt last year, it doesn't mean anything. So I have the Nets at number two. Oh, with Kevin Durant not. coming back absolutely in the Eastern not. Conference. Why not? Why wouldn't you be on the Durant train? He is the second best player in the world. That's he's awesome. an undeniable scorer. I don't. That's awesome. It's, it's always a good idea. To- it's always a great idea to get two uh, whiny, sensitive, like, head cases on the same team. No, no, good yep. call. Good call. Kyrie's my yep. 13th best in the league. Yep. No, no. So you got Kyrie, maybe, you know, it's debatable, but he's in, he's in between the 11 and 20 list. That's, so I have him at 13. Yeah, but I, I don't number care two, about though, that. So. Like, you know, the shit that he, that's been coming out of his mouth recently, we don't need a head coach. I could be the head coach. Hey, listen, listen. I'm a scholar. Hey, hey, none of that I'm stuff, so smart. None of I've that never had anybody on my on team that could and close. You can make baskets better oh. than anybody, which KD can. He's the best scorer in the league. KD Kevin is the Durant. best scorer in the league. I don't even like – I'm not a fan that's of him. Fine. He's the best scorer in the that's league. That's fine down. if he can stay so, out of his own head and he has guys like Curry and Thompson or or uh, uh, Westbrook and Harden to take the pressure off of him. That's fine. He can score. But the guy is the most thin-skinned athlete I have ever seen. How many burner accounts I does agree. he have? Like, oh, I'm better than you think. Like, they're both oh, I agree. I whiny agree. head he cases, good, like though. Dan said. And I don't I think it's going to work with a first-year coach. Like, really, it's it's you can't deny that that can affect other people on a team. Having a guy that that thinks he's he's something, but maybe he's not, but tries to project it, and other people see through it. It happened with Kyrie in Boston. It happened. Yeah, Kyrie was shown for who he was. He was a bog. All right. Well, so okay, maybe you can disagree with the Nets, but I feel like another thing, absolutely disrespectful, the Warriors, number three on my list. How are you going to put the Warriors out of the top three? When you have Curry and Clay coming back, there and Draymond on that team, you gotta see every year they, they're a championship team they when they're healthy. I don't like Draymond. This is not about this is not about who I like and who no, no, I don't no. like. No, no, you got to see how they perform coming back healthy. He was healthy. the best team and the best players. 
you use you use this word though several times no, undeniable no. no 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 i think it is undeniable to think that all those guys coming back you can't cut them out and not put them in the top three i think you're right oh okay i but, agree right, you're, you're, but, you agree with that me word, okay that word, I, that's I, assuming that. we're assuming for this list we're assuming everyone's completely healthy I mean, After which all this time, they should be. Well, the Nets play? and I know the Nets and oh, Warriors will be because they haven't. Right. All those guys are going to be good to go at the start of the season. Played in like two years. So okay, so number four, I have the Mavericks. They put him at number five. I moved them up. I know I'm a biased fan, but I feel like Luca is literally the fourth best player in the league. I feel he has a better, more rounded game than Giannis. He can't be stopped. He wasn't shown that he could be stopped, and he was. No hurt. one had a game plan for him. His team didn't win. And he was hurt. So he's, he's a bloom on a Giannis has been shut here. down. Luca's game is completely, completely thing. So uh, completely rounded, way more than Giannis. I have the Bucks at five though because I do believe Giannis puts in a lot of work in this offseason. He comes back, he really plays well. I feel like he's going to work on his shot. That's all he's been doing since he's been eliminated. He still he needs another working. guy on he that went team. Right back in the gym. He still Maybe needs somebody a week on off. that team. They, and they will. But see, they're talking about Chris Paul going there, and that would be amazing. He's a good leader, and he could really – Because Chris Middleton you know, I, is not, I love that move, but I think he might go – Chris Middleton is not that guy. Middleton's a great third or fourth guy. Great third or fourth guy. He's not a two. No, Celtics not making 30-plus million. Um, no. Celtics at six, undeniable. Tatum – Who's your um, I actually moved five? Tatum down oh, my list because I had, to move, I had to move Jimmy Butler ahead of him, Clay Thompson, Kyrie Irving, Lillard, Harden, Booker. I, I moved all those guys ahead of him, actually. I had him a little bit higher, but when I really thought about it, uh, I, I, had to, I had to move him down a bit. But he's still a top 15, top 20 player. So with Jalen Brown, with Kemba Walker, who's uh, – I think I had him at 22 on my list. So, yeah, I really like the Celtics too. They're coming back. They, the continuity the Celtics have. They're going to pick up a center. So that oh, yeah. the Nuggets I have at seven. Uh, I, the Clippers were at number two on this list. I actually moved them down to nine with the new head coach, and they they haven't done anything. So I moved them down. I have the Nuggets at seven and the Heat at eight. You got to talk about the Heat, the way they played. All these guys are going to be a year older, having finals experience. Especially they have if no they fear in the playoffs. These guys are going to be great. Yeah, it might be different with fans, maybe, but no, it doesn't matter now. Uh, so Celtics 6, Nuggets 7, 8 Heat. The Clippers I moved to 9 because they still do have talent, and let's see what they do. They're going to probably lose Trez Harrell, even though I'm not a big fan of him, but he's a good player. They might lose a couple other guys in the offseason. So. And then number 10 is not the 76ers. I know ESPN put him the, – the Rockets. How are the Rockets not in the top 10? I, I would unbelievable. put either of those teams in the top 10. It's, but if you think about it, I, I you know what? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I don't think either one of them deserve to be. But when I looked at the other teams, like the Suns, no, it, it, they're not there. Blazers, yeah, the Rockets are a better team. Blazers. Um, the Jazz, even. The Jazz, the Blazers. I moved Lillard up. I think Lillard is a, you know, a top 10, top 11 <laughs> I think player, the Blazers are going to be a better team than either of those two. They might be. You're right, because they do have continuity, and I love their bigs. I love Nurkic, and I love, um, oh, Collins. my God, what the hell is his name? Zach. Collins. Zach Collins, yeah, love, love those hurt. guys. So he was hurt in the playoffs, and he was hurt. If he had played, he makes a big difference on that team. He's one of those guys. It doesn't show up in the stat sheet, but he plays really well. So, so I have Rockets ten, and then 76ers eleven. So, a little bit different, um, but you know, this is going by talent. This is going by every single team that I named top eleven. I have two players written down for that team, except for the Bucks. That tells you something. So. Like you said, Pat, I agree. They definitely need to add something. So I would trade um, Middleton for for uh, for Chris Paul. 
You you could do that, but if you could keep Middleton and get Paul, I feel like that would be a better deal. That's seventy. That's almost eighty million between those two guys. There's no fucking way listen, you can. They do already that. had a meeting. They already had a meeting with Giannis. We talked about this. They said, "Listen, we're going to pay luxury tax. We will pay millions and millions of dollars to get you talent. We don't care. We will go over the yeah, cal uh, over the cap that's, to get that's, you players." That's one thing, but like, if you're, they're already up against. You can restructure the cap. Paul and sign him to a long. Term deal. You're they could restructure sign a 38 year old guy to a longer term deal. You could sign him to a four year deal and then move that money out with, between four years a little bit. You could. They do it all the time. I know, yeah, but I not. I think it was Paul you were talking about earlier. 38 year old Chris Paul. That's like, uh, it's like buying a 38 year old car. Yeah, it's no, it, it's definitely a risk. It's definitely a risk, but in the playoffs, I mean, I look, look what he did with Oklahoma then, last then year. Then Oklahoma City played great. I mean, I, don't I mean, know. do you want one year? Of him, like you, you're gonna get one year. That's what I'm saying. Sign him to a four year deal. You move that money out. You don't pay him thirty million a year. You pay him thirty, and then you sign him to you sign him to a sixty million dollar deal. So you're only paying him twenty two million or right, thirty two. Yeah, twenty two million he's over 35. the next four years. He's thirty five. Yeah, so you just add on. You add on twenty million to onto his forty million dollar deal. You sign him to a sixty million dollar for, and you spread it out over four years. So you don't pay him thirty-eight million. You pay him twenty-five, and then eleven. You know what I'm saying? So that so would I'm, be a bargain. Looking, it goes down as I'm he's looking getting right older. Now, you know, I, I just I just googled Chris Paul. The first thing, uh, trading for Chris Paul wouldn't make Bucks NBA title favorites. Then the next one, uh, projecting who's that written by? That was from uh, that Clutch. By? That's uh, Clutch Points. And the next one, Pippin ain't that's easy. actually okay. All right, uh, Pippin ain't easy. Yeah. Uh, Chicago Bulls projecting the, the starting five if they trade for him. CBS Sports, bold NBA predictions for all 30 teams. Lakers add third score. 76ers trade for Chris Paul. Um, hey, but, I mean, oh, wow. Did, did you say that that dude's name was Pippen, like Scotty Pippen ain't easy? Yes, that well, not that's the website. Buffalo just scored six to seven. That's Tennessee's hilarious. Tennessee's leading seven to six. Buffalo hilarious. just scored though. Just live update. Sorry about that. Let me not drop you. Oh my God, Josh Allen's a real deal. Mackenzie, who I picked up Josh in DraftKings. I knew it. My boy Mackenzie's gonna have a play pool day. Let's go. Let's Ooh, go. Hard. I think you just might have made a fact right. I made there. a fact right there. Yeah, it's theoretical shit. All right. So I, I, when it comes to this top ten list, um. I don't put the 76ers like I said. I don't put the 76ers in the top 10 at all. I would put the Blazers yeah, ahead of them. It. I would I know they have Doc. I know they have uh Embiid like as they're currently constituted right unproven. now. Unproven. Uh I wouldn't put them. Yes, I would put I the Blazers you, and I would put the Suns ahead of them. I think the Suns with uh uh Yeah, DeAndre Ayton and and Devin Booker. <sighs> Ooh, who's the kid? Listen, they I love up? that. But that. who's their point guard? Rubio. Who's Who? the Rubio is their point guard? But who's the other kid? Ricky Rubio. Up? Yeah, dude. He was seventeen in the Olympics, playing against LeBron and Kobe and Dwayne Wade and freaking <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. It was ridiculous. Yeah, playing for Spain. Didn't they? Uh, they they have another. That he's not their starting point guard though. Somebody else is. I forget who. Uh, I can't remember right now. It was so long ago since we watched them in the bubble. They were great in the bubble, man. But eight and zero um, and didn't I, make yeah, the I know playoffs. Booker eight and yeah, no, they have a good team. I like. I've always liked Phoenix. You've always been a fan of Phoenix, Pat. Though you've like you like Barkley back in the day. You've always 
That's Calgary. always been one of your, your secondary teams that you've liked as the Suns. Javon Carter. I used to like the Steelers. Javon Carter, yeah. Jalen LeCue? I don't know. And I'm just looking at that who they had. Uh, Baines, Dario Saric. I don't know. Baines played well. Dario Saric is it was pretty good. He was from the 76ers. He's a good shooter. I want my, I want my Baines back. Baines back. He did a great fit on the Celtics past year. All right. What All right, about what about, what about Ty Lue? Did you guys talk about Ty Lue? Yeah. Uh, guess these uh, Ty Ty Lue to Houston rumors are starting to heat up a little bit. Um, see, I think I think Houston. Um, see, this is one of those this is one of those situations where uh, it doesn't matter who the coach is because Westbrook and Harden are just going to do whatever the hell they want. So here's where I completely disagree with that because I heard what you said and I completely disagree. So here's what it is: Ty Lue only took this meeting. He, he actually had a meeting uh, yesterday with staff and ownership of the Rockets. He met everybody, went around the facility. The only reason he did that was to put pressure on the Clippers. He will be the Clippers head coach. The Houston is already in talks in the next couple of days. They're going to be interviewing Jeff Van Gundy. He lives in Houston. He doesn't want to uproot his family. He wants to stay. That is, um, you know, from ESPN reported earlier. So. I think Jeff Van Gundy gets this job, and if he does, then you better watch out. Uh, With these goddamn retreads, it's all retreads, retreads. Van retreads. Gundy is a no-nonsense oh, coach. He's a no-nonsense coach. He could definitely go win. Russell Westbrook and James Harden, two top twenty players. So uh, you know, I, you know, what, I really I, like that rumor. So. You know what I would like to see, and I think it's the only guy that could get through to these two assholes. Uh, Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell won two championships as starting point Sam guard with the Rockets. Yeah, Cassell's a great assistant coach. Pretty sure coach. Sam Cassell is from Mars. He looks like an alien. I don't even know what he what he's doing on Earth. He, I'm pretty sure he was in Men in Black. Yeah, but he's still a good coach, and he was a he's a championship caliber player. Why? Sam Why is Sam Cassell a good Sam coach? Cassell. Well, who is he? Who is he with right now? I, I don't even know what is yeah. he. Who is he coached? I also do not know because he, he didn't so do really much as a player. I mean, he was didn't on Houston. Didn't do much as a player. Didn't he, didn't he play with the Clippers? What did he do with the Clippers? Nothing. No, didn't not he much. coach with the Clippers? Did he do nothing? I don't know. I just uh, he won back to back championships as, with as a starting with the point Rockets. Guard. Yeah, with the Rockets. His no, first I, I'm two years coach, in the league. Saying with the as a coach, he didn't coach that team. He played. So no. What has he done? You say he's a good coach. I I just. I think it's beyond proven that one does not beget the other if you were a good player. And especially doesn't mean you're a good owner. Doesn't mean any of that. No, but I think he's he's done a good job because he's also been he's he's So you should have said you think he's a good coach, not he is a good coach, Mr. Literal, because there's no No, evidence to prove that he is. Coach the Clippers. That's he your, was that's on, he was on Doc Rivers. Coach the Clippers. Staff. The Clippers are made to the Western Conference Clippers. Finals. Clippers don't do anything. Clippers are building their own building so they can get out of the basement and the Staples Center. So let's not talk about it. You heard Snoop today talking. You say we ain't the Clippers. That's what you say in LA. That's a saying. I'm not from there. I just heard because he is. The but. Clippers have been a playoff team, but that's it. Yeah, they've been. That, that's all. The Simpsons should have said, "Oh, the Los Angeles Clippers." I say a million. Sorry, there, there are several of those. The Clippers have had so much talent and should have been way better than they should have. Bob City, so I don't know exactly what he's been doing so good all this time that they're going up three. 
be one and losing on a racist. I'm not sure where this, uh, you know, badge of merit that he gets for being this good coach. Now, I'm sure you're right. I just don't know that he would necessarily be good to just, hey, you were uh, an assistant coach on a pretty good organization. Why not be head coach? That's like me well, putting the Nets number two on my list. Well, let me Steve explain. Nash is a good let coach. Me explain like right Steve Nash is not a well, good let me explain. Coach. That's fine. I said, I said the only guy who should coach the Rockets is Sam Cassell because he's the only guy who's going to be Why? able to get through to those two guys on that team because they play a similar position. They're on a way better, higher level than he's ever been. Are you going to let me finish my sentence? Are you going to let me finish talking? You going to let me finish talking? This is the loudest sports show. We don't let you finish sentences. And the, he's the only – but there's no other coach. It, like, it doesn't matter. If you don't pick Sam Cassell, you, it doesn't matter who the hell you bring in there because they're going to do whatever they want. They'll probably do whatever they want anyway. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here, folks. He was, Sam Cassell is the only one that can bring a championship to Houston. You heard it here. Hot take. I didn't say Patsy. he could bring a championship. I said he's the only one that Westbrook and Harden would even consider listening to because he won two rings with that championship playing the same position that they play. He won it with that championship? Yeah, dude. He was he was like a sidecar, though. He wasn't like a car. He was a starting PG, but he, yeah, was, no, he was a starting point guard. But he wasn't, no, you know what? Let me he look wasn't up like an average. overly I'm important look up Sam Cassell's part average. of that what do you have, 12 points? I watched every one of those games. Let's be real. It wasn't because of Sam Cassell that they won. No. He was just there to see it happen. It was happen. because of Hakeem. He just happened to be on the team. Right, but it, I don't care. He was the starting point guard on two back-to-back -back championship teams. His first no, two right, right. They're, both, they're both miles better than And what have they won? Was. And what have they won? And what? Okay, because he had a Hall of Fame center. He averaged like 9.1 points. 9.1 points. Let's yeah. look at the – no, look at the rosters of the two championships, please. Yeah, they I, had I think that needs to be examined as well because it's not like they've had anything phenomenal around them. And listen, they they shoot the ball maybe too much. And it, obviously it didn't gel the way it should have, but it, it takes the team as a whole. It can't just be those two dudes. Like Sam Cassell's scenario is like apples and footballs. It, it's not you keep it's not saying that about it, everything. What I'm saying roster, is, the, yeah, they're the, way better true. than him. They're Hold way Sam better Cassell than him. is like a third or wheel on a championship team was rondo as responsible for the championship that the celtics won then Ooh. kevin garnett and uh, no. paul pierce he's and ray allen but I never he was said there he was. when it happened and i never said cassell was just because like, he was there i never said cassell was really well. but he wasn't like the fifth guy off the bench he was the starter like he started and he plays the same okay. position as them on yeah. that same team. So if anyone is going to be able to get through to them, it is him. him. Be a good head coach? Because of... But you know being a head coach... Is right, I know there's a lot guys. more to that. Right, no, here. I know. What I'm saying is he's the only one that could get through to them because he is the only one who is in that same position playing guard. What about Hakeem Olajuwon? No other people that have played that position on that team that have almost gotten to a championship the same level as they've gotten to? Who else is available that played for the Rockets, that played guard? Oh, hey, hold on. Why, why doesn't Tracy McGrady coach? He played for them and did goddamn well. Was, yeah, is, he, of, is he available? Is he available? Team ever had. Is why he available? He coach? Why would Sam Cassell be a better coach than him? Just because he didn't win a because, ring? Because Sam Cassell has coaching experience. Sam Cassell is a current coach in the NBA. 
This is what I'm saying. Of the available coaches in the NBA, no one else played for that franchise. No one else. No one else. Nobody. Let me finish my fucking sentence. Jesus Christ. No one else played for that franchise, played that played that position, and won championships. There are no other coaches available in the NBA with that resume. True or false? I just don't know why you're so high on Sam Cassell. I, I think he's the, No, I'm not high on Sam Cassell. I think he's the only one who would fit in that job. That's all I said. I never said he was the best player on a championship team. I never said he was the best coach. I said he was the best fit for this job. The only one. Yeah, the only one that they would listen to. They're not going to listen to Van Gundy because he's been out of the league for, what, fucking 15, 20 years? When's the last time Jeff Van Gundy coached? And he coached the Rockets. Doesn't matter. He's a basketball genius. When's the last time he coached, it's, though? It's just the same as bringing. It's, it's the same. Okay, it's the same thing as bringing John Gruden back into the league. It, it can work. That's true, dude. He, he watches the thing. He analyzes the thing. He knows what he's talking. That's your about. boy, dude. I'm just saying. It's we, we get your point, but there's no reason to harp on this anymore because we're fucking sitting here yelling about it. Sam Cassell is the best. Whatever. I never said he was that. the best and anything. And hey, you said he was the best option to coach yeah, them. Is the what best you said. Fit. Don't say you didn't. But I never said. said he was the, the okay, main so reason. We got it. But as soon as I oh, said something, you're like, oh, well, he had all these guys on his team. Like, but that wasn't the point I was making. Like, you twist what I yeah, say. Yeah, clear. We get it. We get it now. We Do get you, it. though? I get it. I get Do it. you, though? stupid thing. Yeah, yeah. And it, it really matters so little that I could care less if I did or not. Sam Cassell is the best coach for them. I get it. It's an interesting take. Let's see if it happens. And on we go. Well, up next. Played for eight different teams, by the way. Yeah, I, know. Teams. I never said he was a yeah, great player. Inconsequential. Nope, it's inconsequential to anything we were talking about. You think you can get the Clippers job then if if uh, I was going to say if goes somebody to else hires? You think they'll hire him then? If Lou goes somewhere else, he'll probably get the the Clippers job, but I don't think it's a good fit. I don't think Tyron Lou going to the 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 Rockets is a good fit. I'm not going to believe in Doc. I'm not going to believe in Ty. Right, and they're not going to believe in Sam Cassell either. That, that's what I, yeah, that's what I meant. I, I meant Sam. Yeah, the only that. the only option for Sam Cassell figure, to be right? a head coach, the only place he's going to maybe yeah. have success, is with the Rockets because of that connection. That's the only other. I don't think he could coach the Pelicans or the 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 Thunder or the Bulls or any other team. I think with this, so you don't think he's a good coach. I think he is a good coach for this particular situation. I don't think he would find as much success anywhere if else. Only, if there's only two guys that he can coach, how good of a coach can he be? That he wouldn't get hired for any other job but that one. How could you possibly say I he's a good coach? I didn't say he couldn't. I said I don't he said think that he, wouldn't. he would be as good a fit in any other position as he would well, for this his job. His playoff stats were terrible. I'm not even going to mention them because I would just throw up. Was Phil Jackson a good player? He won a championship with did, the Knicks, but I don't know if he, he was great. Did he put up a ton of points? No. He'd be. He was a good player. He wasn't great. He was good. Sam Cassell again. He was a good, not great player. He only averaged so nine points what? in the finals in '94, and then he only That's averaged or in the playoffs in the playoffs. But it doesn't matter. Eleven. Just saying. That's just throwing it out. He's if you want to look up his stats, it was he's nothing. Not great. But it doesn't matter. 
Like, there's a lot of guys oh. that were good players that didn't translate into good coaches. And there's a lot yeah. of guys that were mediocre players who paid attention and turned into really good coaches. So but As long as you played the position of the guy on the team that's playing for that team now, then you are a good fit. No, but not a good sucked. fit. But not a good fit for any other, other than the same position as a superstar player on a team. Here's that the thing about Ty Lue, though. Now. He's very over. Got it. No, that's he's, not he's what I said, Dan. Not not what I yes, said at all. You're twisting what I said again. Wait a second. Let me ask you then. So is what you said not that he would be a good coach for that specific scenario because he used to play for that team on the same position as those guys? That's is what that I not said. what you but said? I, but I didn't say that was I the only thing he could possibly do. I don't know how that qualifies you to be anything. If you'd be a bad fit in every other scenario in the league, I didn't which you say said he would be, fit. there's no I other didn't scenario. I did say a bad fit. Nah, you, you did. I said it wouldn't be yeah, as you did. good. I said it wouldn't be as good. Oh, I'm sorry. His- I'm sorry. No, no, no. So you said it's it wouldn't be as good, and I said it would be bad. So how those are two different things, I'm not sure, but I'll, I'll you can – okay. I understand so what you So if you take said. a team to a championship – so if you can take a team to a championship, well, I'll explain it. If you take a team to a championship, that's very good. Well, if you take it. a team to the playoffs, that's anymore. good. I'm over this. You can have it. Well, then Just stop trying to then stop arguing with me. You bring up a point, and well, I try to defend myself. Stuff, and you say, like, no, 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 I'm over it. I'm over it. You keep sliding in yeah. these little remarks and then saying, oh, I'm over it. No, oh, it's not little it. remarks. It was me trying to recap and understand. It wasn't little remarks. And then when I try to explain, to make sure you're I like, no, I'm over clear. it. No, I'm over it. Because I didn't say it would be bad. I said it yeah, wouldn't be dude, as good. Going back to the same wells, man. The same shit. It so keeps like Doc Rivers won a championship. Record. He took the Clippers to the playoffs multiple times. Is that bad? It's not as good as winning a championship, but is it bad? Well, he's blown the most three-one leads ever but, in the I history, mean, so I think he's a choke coach. And I would, and I would also say, considering the talent that he had to work with on pretty much every single one of those teams, yeah, that's bad. His record is bad because he Very bad. He, he won his first championship because of the players on the team, not because of him. Let's be fucking real. Is it worse? Is it worse than the not making the playoffs? If he didn't make the playoffs, sure is. is that bad? No, sure it is. Sure it is. But literally the half, the, half the teams in the league make the playoffs. So if you're not Griffin making the playoffs with the kind of talent that he had on that team, him. yeah, that would have been pretty pathetic. That would have been exceptionally pathetic because literally half the league makes the playoffs. But just because him. something isn't as good ago. doesn't make it bad. It's like, oh, I, I won five hundred dollars. I think his performance was bad overall because of what they gave him to work with. guy, like. He's if he was going to make anything happen, and he made the playoffs anyway, that's that's above expectation. Everyone picked the Clippers to win. They However, blew it. that's his fault. If that's you consistently him, don't team. make expectations, that is bad. Well, I don't I know if it's is, is, it, is it Doc's fault that Paul George couldn't hit a shot. Is that his fault? Doc's fault. He couldn't get him in line to fucking be playing better, and they couldn't yeah. play more games. And they were load managing, you and they just you cruising can't. the games, thinking they could just win yeah. without load, load management's a great one thing. Oh, we'll just turn it on. We'll just turn it on. Uh, we'll just no. turn it on. We, we had a nineteen point off. lead. We blew it. We had a seventeen point lead. Yeah, that blew happens. It. We had a sixteen point lead. They blew it. That's coaching. That's not having it a team starts discipline. with coaching. That's crazy. I didn't know every team disciplined enough. 
They're all just doing whatever they want. And just, what did they say know, after the series? Well, we really didn't have what championship happened? aspirations. Yeah, you know, I wasn't like, really, really feeling it was like that. So. I heard that Ballmer was so mad that Paul George said that he immediately called for Doc's job. Right after Paul if George. If your coach said, yeah. in your team properly, nobody. If you make it clear what the expectation is every single day and then have somebody say that afterwards, either he went rogue or that's what they feel. And Doc, the way they played, that yeah, looks like the way they felt. I agree. Doc got a job just because his clout of respect. That's all he has now. Kevin Garnett got – Kevin Garnett rivers more clout in the league than one guy has ever done for one other person. I can't even think was of one. Was Doc a good player? Doc was ah, good. Doc was, right. good. On the no, whole, Doc was good. Ah, he was all right. Doc Starting good. point guard. Which is why a lot of people like to play for him. So that's why he looked better than he was. That's what it is. That's what great players do. They make other guys look better. But there's also a lot of coaches that can really flash for one year or have, you know, just the right group and have one big thing happen. But you sudden, have to have the talent. Look the talent freaking, has to be there. Uh, look at freaking um, – oh, my God, dude. Brad. Look at Brad. Overinflated, man. He got outcoached by Spolstra. That's sure why did. they lost. Yeah, sure did. You know what I'm saying? I think Doc got outcoached by Carlisle. The Mavs. Carlisle outcoached. There's no way that series should have gone the way it did. Especially no. with Porzingis going down, it's crazy, dude. Like it's pretty sad. All these, to- it's, sorry, it's, it's nuts, dude. It's nuts. I don't know. So let's move on to uh, the MLB section because uh, we do have a game tonight, and uh, once do more, just... uh, Clayton Kershaw gets scratched from today's start. Can't can't play. Uh, I don't know how many times <sighs> this is going to happen with this guy. But if the Dodgers are going to have a chance to to win the whole thing, they need him in the lineup. Uh, the Braves are already up one nothing, and not having Clay, Clayton to come back for the second game. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. Like this is supposed to be the year the Dodgers cruised through the regular season, like I, putting up the best record. I have in to the ask MLB. a question. I need to ask you a question about this, and to coin a. One of my other favorite people that I listen to. Is he the worst playoff pitcher ever? I don't think he's the worst playoff pitcher ever. Like, really? Like, he's he's been unreliable the last few years. Um, unreliable is the word I'm looking for. He, he's brutal. And, it, you know, with his injury history, like, he's definitely not the same guy he was three, four years ago. He's absolutely a guy that is, you know, dominant in the regular season and then tends to shrink a little bit when uh, the games are on, you know, uh, the bigger stage of the playoffs. Um, Peyton Manning style, yep. Yeah, I mean, I don't have his stats directly in front of me, but, you know, for a guy like this who makes as much money as he does, the only difference between him and Manning is, you know, if Manning has a bad game, like, that's it. Like, if he has a bad game, yeah, yeah they right. got a few more to, to It's to the ability, back. though. Dude, he's so good, and that's he the is. thing. Like, you know, when you see Kershaw go, like when he goes and he's on, it's awesome. Like he he's a dominant force, but it always seems like in the playoffs he's just not there or not living up to what people think that he should be doing. And honestly, based on his skill and kind of what we you see from him, to set this high expectation of him in the playoffs is not unheard of, and like that's what you should do, but it never seems to get there. Since his rookie year, he's just one of those guys. Since his rookie year. His highest ERA is 3.03. He is one, Jesus. two, three, three times been sub two. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Tennessee just scored, by the way. We're looking at 13-7 Tennessee over Buffalo. This year, 13, he was, 54 in left games, in the second. He was he was six and two with a two sixteen ERA. Jesus, but like it's Not terrible. It's nuts. But like his his playoff, like his, that is robust. No, that is robust. <laughs> his playoff stats. Let me uh, let me pull this up real quick. While, uh, while I'm, I mean, he's won the, the Cy Young three times. Um, yep. Very accomplished. That's, like I that's... said, you know, in the in the in the um, in the playoffs. I mean, in the regular season, he's absolutely dominant. Um, Lights out, baby. Playoff Kershaw is different than uh, is the opposite of playoff here. Rondo. Yeah, right. So, like I was just saying with uh with his stats, 3 3 t- you know, he his highest average uh since his rookie year, uh his his earned run average was 426. Since then his highest was 3.03, and that's the only one that's gone above 3. Uh in the playoffs, he is 9 and 11 with a 4.43 ERA. In the playoffs, one and two with a five forty ERA. Like, Sounds about right. That's my, my recollection is good. Dude is <laughs> just he pitches like a lady. I mean, on on his side, you know, to kind of play devil's advocate, he's been forced to make starts in the postseason on short rest ten times, and that has affected his. Uh, his ability because he's a guy who yeah, that's that's a lot to ask. He pitches now, a lot. Okay, now the thing that the thing that I would want to add to that though, and this is just prototypical opening a can of worms. How many other awesome playoff pitchers have had to pitch on short rest and killed it? There's there's just Not like that many times. To, this is there's, he's there's among, oh there's there's some. He's among the all-time leaders. I'm trying to get the exact stats, but he is among the all-time leaders. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to. I don't want to go down this road forever because there there could just be so too much. There's too much data to look at because it's like such an old sport compared to some of these other ones that go back to, you know, we're looking at the 50s and 60s, which you kind of don't even look at in football. So it's like so many things to look at in baseball. Oh, it's crazy. Too many variables. Jesus. Yeah, like he's. But uh, over on the AL You're like a side, baseball nerd, just ready to go. <laughs> but that's the uh, that's the matchup between the number one and number two team, like the way it's supposed to be. On the other the side, it's supposed to be. Yep. we have the number one Rays up 2-0 on the Astros, who a lot of people, uh, you know, I am among them. Uh, they really benefited from this season not having fans in the stands after the shit that they pulled in 2017. Uh, you know, the banging on the trash can bullshit. Like they thought they were uh, – Coming on a street light. I was gonna say, who do they think they are? The Beats, like that's some that's some horse shit right there. Banjo. Like it was in stereo, folks. And you know, if Ashes was here, she would have she would have been like singing right along with you because she 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 says that every time I talk about this. But they had a losing record, made it into the playoffs because of the expanded playoffs, and. Uh, now they're in the final four. They're in the ALCS, and I know some people uh, like uh, Jim Murray on 98.5 The Sports Hub, not to be confused with Joe Murray, our guest last week, but Jim Murray, uh, he loves 
uh, these types of things, the sports schadenfreude, he calls it, uh, because these guys are the villains. They are absolutely the bad guys. They have no business being in the playoffs, especially with Verlander being hurt. Uh, there's no, They have no business being there. Um, <clears throat> I, I hope they get smoked because they do have a good team, uh, and I don't think they needed to rely on you know any of this this cheating bullshit that they did a few years ago. I mean, it's it's garbage that they would even try this. So I'm glad. I mean, they they went to the World Series two out of three years. They went they beat the the Dodgers in 2017. Then the Red Sox beat the Dodgers in 2018, and then uh, last year the Astros lost to the Nationals, and the Nationals had beaten. Uh, the Dodgers in the NLCS. So, uh, I mean, it's still anything can happen. Uh, but Tampa's up 2 nothing, And uh, I think Tampa Bay winning the World Series would be the absolute worst thing for uh, for baseball. The absolute worst thing. Uh, and the second worst would be for the Astros to win. But Tampa, if Tampa wins, if Tampa wins, uh, it gives – you know, credence to this. Oh, we should have an opener and a closer and a middle. Like, who needs a starting pitcher? We'll just have nine guys that can throw one inning. That's fun, right? Oh, we don't need any superstars. Let's just get a collection of jerks off the street. You know, and we'll just have like you know. Kind of a good team, though, if you really think about it. You know I, I, mean? I know, but you know, it, as opposed, I get what you mean though. You want a guy to go in there and throw eight innings and have. 12 strikeouts and, you know, throwing a five-hitter every – you know what I'm saying? That's what the Red Sox – I mean, I want to see – I want to see something like in 1999 when the Sox were down against Cleveland and Pedro Martinez came in for six six innings of relief to shut down the Indians. He threw six perfect innings in 1999. Pedro, you got Clemens, um, your your guy, uh, Johnson – Randy Johnson, uh, chilling with the with the bloody sock. Like we were just treated to so many good pitchers being Red Sox fans. It's it, well, you not know, only that, Lester just... even Lester coming back from cancer, and you know what I mean. Like there's just I I I I, I really watch baseball. They're a lot. bringing him back. I'm not a fan now, but I, I really went to so many games. I've been to a thousand. Honestly, I'm gonna say literally probably over a hundred Red Sox games in my life. Not even kidding. Standing room only. To fourth row, I went one time and Poppy hit a triple. It was unbelievable. So, you know, I've been to so many, but I'm, I, it, there's just so many good pitchers we've been tributing to now. It's, it's. I, I agree with you in, in a sense because it's a shame to see that, you know, guys are only going to come out and it's honestly like, like, what are you, a bitch, dude? You can only throw one inning. That's all. That's what I feel like. like you're a bitch. Ooh, like, I can't pitch against Ron, this Ron guy. Ron He's a lefty. You know? Lester's coming yeah, back. It's bullshit. Oh, I'm going to put in a righty and then a lefty and left. No, go out and, and, and strike out 12 out of 18 guys like Pedro did, like like Randy would do, you know? like I mean, that game uh, he pitched what, against the – other guy? Who's your boy? Nolan Ryan, you know what I'm saying? Like Pedro had ever. a game against the, the Yankees. It was a one-hit shutout, 17 innings. I mean, 17 innings, 17 strikeouts, one-hit shutout. He allowed a, a, a home run to Chili Davis. Other than that, he it was a perfect Chili game. Davis. <laughs> Chili Davis hit a home run, and it was against the Yankees. And I remember watching it, and it was Davis was up at the bottom of the ninth with two outs, two strikes, and Jerry Remy goes, he's going to give him a belt-high fastball on the inside. He got a belt-high fastball on the inside that he whiffed on, and that was it. 17 strike. Like, you know, I want to see Roger Clemens, you know, 
throw a, uh, uh, in his last game for the Red Sox, strike out Four 20 strikeouts? batters. Yeah, dude. Like, that's, that's baseball. That's baseball. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, some guy I've never heard of from some college that, like, you know, out of nowhere, he just comes out. Oh, I, I threw 15 pitches. Oh, I'm so good. I threw 15 pitches. Hooray. I, I only gave up one hit. You know, something. Yeah, you a bitch. Like, if, if you're a, a closer, so fine. Your aunt. And your aunt's a bitch. Fuck your grandma. <laughs> oh, I just watched that the other day. Most poorly. Fuck you. Are you, are you talking about House of a Thousand Corpses? Yes. All right. I'm just making sure. Just making sure. Fuck your sister. Fuck I your grandma. Spaulding, dude. He's the greatest. Spalding's the, my favorite one. Oh, I, have, I have House of a Thousand Corpses signed by him. You know. Oh, wow. It's, it's um. Just a, a funny story. It was, as of now, one of my favorite movies, especially this time of year. It always is going to be going to going to ring true, just because Halloween kind of brings that up. But definitely one one of my favorite horror movies. I made the mistake at the time watching the previews and then bringing a girl to that movie on a date, thinking it was your run of the mill jump scare, grab my shoulder, oh, you know, type type of deal. But boy, oh boy. Because it was exceptionally gruesome, which over the years has really grown on me. At the time, it was it was not the right setting for that. So, you live, you learn. But you know, Rob Zombie, thanks for fucking that one up, buddy. Well, you know what? Uh, clearly, you brought the wrong girl to that movie. It wasn't the movie's fault. It's true. I mean, it's correct. It just wasn't what I intended. I was also misled by the uh, the trailer uh, trailers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't what I expected. I mean, it was what I was hoping for from Rob Zombie. I just, I, I couldn't, there was no way to tell at the time because there was nothing else I had seen from him. So there was no, <laughs> there was no level of expectation of what I was really going to see. So speaking of horror movies, I actually beat Dan and uh, our good friend Andy and Horse yesterday. Just want to put that out. Uh, Dom, what are you calling Horse? Dominated him in Horse, both of them, two games in a row. What Dan was out for both games. Movies. Just want to put that out. Spencer, uh, a little rusty on the court. So, I had some yeah, good shots no, he had a couple of good shots, but Andy, Andy made some good shots. I want to give it a shout out to to our to our guy Andy. So, yeah, good time yesterday, but uh, two and zero, two and zero on horse. So, I don't know what that has to do with shiny ball, dude. I don't know what what that has to do with with horror movies, but uh, let's move on. Because uh, it was a, it was so awful out there. It was like people were getting murdered. The shots I was making it was it was ugly. It was bad. I was I was putting in some work. They were they were buried. So well, that, then that, I think I'm out. what I'm gonna got have it. to do. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the next song because I think that's gonna work well with the horror theme. Uh, because we got some uh, some wrestling. Hey, Halloween's coming up, baby. Even though they canceled it already for the little kids. We used to get driven around by mom in the van, drop us off every house, man. You know what I'm saying? These kids these days can't even go out and get candy. I feel bad. All right, Dan, what's the uh, wrestling roundup? Oh, boy. Wrestling roundup this week. It's it's a very interesting one. We're coming off the, uh, the heels of the Chris Jericho 30-year celebration this past week on AEW, which... For those of you that may or may not know, Chris Jericho is my GOAT. Chris Jericho is my favorite. Now, I will fully recognize that Shawn Michaels is the greatest of all time, but I'm a, I'm a big Jericho guy. 
from day one since he was the man of a thousand four holds. But uh, off of that show, something Arm very bar. something very interesting happened that definitely caught my eye as well as a lot of other people's where Jericho responded on Twitter to some negative comments that Mr. Jim Cornette had to say. Now, I've been thinking of when and where to maybe come at Cornette a little bit because Jericho's my favorite knight. I don't need to, and he doesn't need me to stand up for him. However, when you come at my dude, I'm going to come back at you because although Cornette has so many good things to say, and I will openly admit I listen to a lot of the stuff that he puts out, and a lot of, if not all, I would say maybe 90% of the AEW commentary is exceptionally negative, and profane, I've, I've come to be able to put that, you know, go grow past that. A lot of people hear the swears and think that the takes are a little bit more heavy than they are, but I'm from Worcester. It's not something that's going to really phase me. So getting past that, there's a lot of good that he has to say in his insight is, is unparalleled. But he's very hard in AEW, so when you, you come back at Chris because of the person that he chose to face at his 30th anniversary show which as he's mentioned actually in an interview is is not the biggest deal to him uh not that it's not important because a lot of athletes pretty much any athlete in any athletic endeavor is not gonna is not gonna make it 30 years so to hear somebody criticizing that you know gets to him but it's more his 50th birthday which is coming up within the next couple weeks so he's going to be a 50-year-old wrestler who has been wrestling for 30 years, which is a mark that uh, I don't know anybody that's ever, that's ever hit it uh, on an active level, especially at the top of their game, still hovering around the championship picture. And uh, arguably the number number one, one a two spot in the country as far as wrestling goes. So that's well about Ric Flair. I mean, he's been wrestling for 116 years. No, this is very true, but he still makes, he still makes, you know, you're very right. He still makes uh, regular appearances. However, the reason that he's been wrestling for so long was not the same reason as Jericho. I've made Jericho. some poor investments. Woo! Yeah. I need yeah, a new boat yeah. payment. He's like, because he's a limousine flying. Woo! Woman impregnating. Woo! Bus filling. Woo! Man about town. City hopping. Yeah, I fell off on that. No, I, I'm trying to think of something nice to say because as much as I want to rip on Ric Flair, he's one of the best that ever did it. However, his lifestyle as what he talked about on the screen caught up with him off screen and he tried to live it and it was not a good idea and it turned out, you know, hurting a lot of people. However, you know, it wasn't all a failure because Charlotte come out of that and she's wonderful. But uh, yeah, to, co to go back to what I was saying, I... Jim Cornette is just, again, I don't want to try to swear too much. He's killing me. He's killing me with his AEW stuff, but he stands behind it so you can actually understand what kind of convictions he has. And obviously, he's not doing this as a work, so there's something there. And this is not the last we're going to hear of this, because as much as I try to be respectful of the elders of the business, a lot of times they make me very angry, and there's something that needs to be said for that, because nothing's gonna stay the way it is everything is going to change evolution is the way of literally every industry so you can't keep it the same way forever and you're either with us 
Well, you're against us. If you're not with us, uh, you're against us. Uh. If you're not with me, then you are my enemy. Only you a Sith deals in absolutes. So I, I got it. I will get past that now. Again, I hit a little bit of a roadblock. But uh, just to recap, last last week's Wednesday Night War, AEW yet yet again won the ratings war by a hundred thousand on Wednesday night. Cody back in the building had his triumphant return, fantastic pyro, awesome entrance, and all against Brody Lee for the TNT Championship in a dog collar match. Now, Pat, are you familiar with what the dog collar matches? Do you yeah, recall? Yeah, I, I, I saw some of that stuff. Yeah, it was. I, I tried to. I, I was gonna say. I think I tried to hit you with some of that. Sixteen feet of chain link fence or chain links. <laughs> chain link fence, huh? That's a hell of a. Match. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a hell of a visual in it. But sixteen feet of chain connecting the necks of both of these guys, and it was a brutal, bloody mess, which was what I wanted to see. And what should have been in a match like this, and it's one of the only ones that really can justify that. And it was it was fantastic. It was old school. And I don't know if you saw this, but Greg the Hammer Valentine, who was in the best dog collar match 37 years ago against Roddy Roddy Piper, bloodbath, in the crowd cheering it on. That was fantastic. And this week, and I do apologize. You know what? Fuck it. I don't apologize that I'm AEW heavy on this because NX has been subpar as of late. He said it! He finally said it! Uh, I don't care. This week, I don't I don't care. The one-year anniversary of AEW Dynamite coming up this week, and it's going to be a banger, people! We got Archer versus Moxley for the Heavyweight Championship. We got Cody versus Cassidy for the TNT belt, and we get FTR, my best mates! Best friends for the tag belt, which is going to be fantastic. And we're going to get to see Miro in action as well. That's my healthy, well-fed jack son of a bitch from Bulgaria. My favorite dude. I don't, know what, I, I don't know what Roosevelt's going to do. Wasn't he in a wheelchair? Like, I don't know how he's going to be. And he's dead. <laughs> the only thing we have to fear is the tag team division. FTR the champs. They will retain. However, I do want the best friends to retain because they're my they're my dudes. I, I love them. They drive down to the ring in Trent's mom's van. It's charming. It's wonderful. I, I, she gives them a little smooch for luck beforehand, and then they go into the street fight and get a five-star Meltzer rating, baby. So that's basically where we're at for this week. We just had the uh, the WWE draft, which uh, I'm just going to hit on real quick because there wasn't a lot going on with that. Other than what people would have already suspected, we got Charlotte Flair to stay on Raw, which I, I didn't remember where she was because she had been on every show. Literally NXT, Raw, SmackDown before she left. Street Profits and the New Day tag teams swapped from SmackDown to Raw, so that's ridiculous and dumb and stupid and had no point. And I don't I understand. I don't understand. And I hated it. And... My best friends, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. Other than that, however, I gotta give big props to A, Alexa Bliss, and B, Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, Husky Harris, whatever you want to call them. They executed 
the most in sync finishing move together that a male and female or a male and male or anybody that's done the exact same move at the same time has done before. False. Stephanie and Triple H. No, not even close. But I love, I love what they're doing with these two. It's basically like a horror movie. It's almost like a pseudo case of Stockholm Syndrome involving The Fiend, who is my favorite Tom Savini creation that I can think of up the top of my head, although I know Patsy will try to shoot that down. Not still dog. Yeah. Uh, Jason <laughs> Voorhees. There's a lot of Savini to, to sift through, but I love The Fiend. And Pat, have you seen his, his lamp? I don't think I've seen the lamp. I've seen his face, but I haven't seen I the lamp. lamp. I love lamp. The Fiend carries a, a lamp, a lantern, if you will, that is basically made of his head. It's his own head with a lantern in the mouth that's extended. It's the greatest thing going. It's about $750, I think, on WWE Shop. I will say, though, uh, Alexa Bliss is probably the best looking one of those uh, wrestling ladies. Yeah, Alexa Bliss is a phenomenal wrestler and probably the prettiest girl they've ever had going. She's dating Ryan Cabrera, like that kid with like the spiky blonde hair. I don't know who that He's, is. He sings, hey, he sings emo songs with uh, uh, an acoustic guitar. That has he yeah, that's leaps and bounds, bro. He's, he's, he's hey, Ed Sheeran. Sorry, man, I can kick your ass. <laughs> he's Ed Sheeran. Friends. All right, so let's uh, let's move on from there. If you're done with your uh, your wrestling roundup, all set. We're done, man. Thank right. you. Back so to let's, you, Patsy. Let's move on to the NFL because the first thing I want to talk about is that the Chiefs are no longer undefeated. Ow, ow! Because hey, the hey. Las Vegas Raiders walked in to Arrowhead Stadium and dropped forty. On the defending Super Bowl champions. With fans, no less. Mahomes had no idea what was going on. They were throwing defenses at him. He couldn't even figure out left from right. He was getting sacked from behind. Bad throws, picks. Raiders played unbelievable. That's a great, great thing of coaching right there. Gruden up, coached Andy Reid all day long. Yeah, I'd say that's one of the better games to highlight for this past week, too, because, boy, that was not something that Belichick most people saw coming. But it was it was fantastic. They smashed him. They smashed him right in their face. I think the uh, the best... So that was great. The best part of that game was the Chiefs are trying to make a comeback. The Raiders are up uh, 30... I think it was 30-24 to because they just missed the extra point. And... Mahomes is looking to throw deep, and Jeff Heath, formerly of the Cowboys, picks him off and runs it back to the one. Oh, oh so good. I just found, like, that was a great play. That was a great play. Dad was freaking out. It was yep. awesome. I, I felt something weird on my elbow, and I just went to, to touch it, and apparently I'm bleeding all over the place. I feel weird. I don't know what the hell this is. What? That is bleeding everywhere. You guys got <laughs> disease? What, leprosy? Stigmatism? Stigmata? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the eye thing. I'm stigmata? Yeah, stigmata. That's what it means. It's like that stigmata. You know what I'm saying? So, how about, I mean, uh, how about, uh, how about the all bears? How about that right in? Nah. Nah. Not impressed with the Bears. Sorry, we had this conversation last night on uh, social media. Not Joe, impressed with the Joe, Bears. Joe, when you listen to this, Joe, Joe, I know you listen to this. You owe me a Donny Cider, my friend, because 
Tom oh, Brady didn't even know what down it was. He got hit so hard by Khalil Mack. And the Bears come through with the w. Oh, that's right. We gotta we gotta uh we gotta we gotta message Joe. Let him know uh, that he owes you a down east cider. And after tonight, after tonight, the other thing that we told him is that I would have to give him shit if Emma did better than him in the picks, which last we checked, that is a possibility. Uh, well, he, yeah, can, we get he the, can we get the result of the picks? I think I can. Uh, I got think I to have first right now because Dan had the, Dan well, had the Chargers. I had the same. We're going to have to give him a right slamming, aren't we? For this week, for this week, um, let's see, we are in week five. Let me get this pulled up. Uh, it's very tight this week. Um, everybody is either eight and five or nine and four. And if you remember correctly, uh, Joe did not pick the Bills or Titans because he didn't think it was going to happen. So, if we ignore tonight's we game, we can't count. That's that. an automatic law. It doesn't. It doesn't matter uh, because Emma already. Emma's nine and four that, this week. That, that is happening. Emma's nine and four. He's eight and five. She made interesting picks this week too. I, I have her picks. So, uh, wow. that's awesome. I can't believe that. So right now, uh, you, so Emma, you two, and Dad, all nine and four. Uh, Ashes, myself, and Matt are all eight and five. So no one's really, hey, no one's really gaining any ground. We all have the Great bills except. Emma, if the Titans win tonight, Emma wins this week. <laughs> oh my god! Because she's Not the only happen. one with the Sorry, Titans. They're receiving, they're receiving the punt. And, and I will, I will note this: the, as as these words are spoken, on the play. Tennessee is receiving the punt, up fourteen nothing. Fourteen to ten. He doesn't Fourteen to ten. I am fat. I am sorry. So the other thing that we have to talk about that was truly devastating was the Dak Prescott injury, which I watched uh, after I wasn't watching anything. I was working on some stuff and I saw the aftermath of it. So I shot onto YouTube to see what it was, and I saw his foot sideways hanging off his leg. I didn't want to see it. For Boston fans, the last. If you didn't watch it, it looked like Gordon Hayward's injury a couple years ago, where his foot was sideways and pointing the wrong way. I heard that. Yeah, it's it's about the it's about the last thing you want to see. About the last thing you want to see. And you just stop here, it's, it's very depressing too, especially from a guy that has had so much contract issues and they can't just get things worked out for him, even though he's very clearly a. Five-star man! I mean, fuck the contract. Like, the shit that he's had to go through in his personal life. Like, all the stuff that he's had to deal with. Um, Everything. It always... It always he's, he's always fighting here, He's yeah. always fighting against something. It's a pain in the ass. You don't like to see a guy he's like a that. He's a stand-up guy. Love that. I, I wish him all the best. Hope his speed recovery. He probably won't play for the Cowboys ever again. But That's not according to Stephen Jones. Like maybe Joe said, maybe the Patriots. No, not, not according to Stephen Jones. Yeah, according well, to I can see what... Stephen Jones say what says, they want now. Jones said it. So it's Jerry Jones' son. Stephen Jones Jerry, says he's, he's, a, he's the quarterback next year. Jerry needs to hire a GM. Yeah. The, who, Jerry needs to hire a, a goddamn GM. I, I heard today they're already talking about going forward with Andy Dalton the next year. Oh, I mean, that's that's, <laughs> oh, that's no. conflicting reports. Well, no, Andy Dalton's going to be there next year. So 
because he's under contract for a couple of years. Go forward with Andy Dalton next year. That's what I heard today. I'm just saying. That's I, I can't imagine. Dude, if I was Andy Dalton, I would. If I was Andy Dalton, I would just call because they'd have him cheap, and they can get a couple other people because they're paying him such such low money that they'd be able to get some other players. Maybe somebody else. Would he's already made a shit ton of money, so like he doesn't need money. That's right? why they're talking about going forward with him. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens, but uh, I really hope. Um, so we saw a uh, coach get fired yesterday. Dan Quinn finally fired off of uh, off of the Falcons after going zero and five. I think Adam Gase is next, uh, especially with the uh, should have been first. Yeah. Should have been first. <laughs> well, especially after trading Jamal Adams, who trashed him on the way out, and now. Uh, Le'Veon oh, Bell terrible. with the trade rumors. Uh, I don't. I don't. Ooh, Le'Veon. Yeah, the Le'Veon Bell trade rumors. Uh, it's not. It's not looking good for the for those guys. Um, but I want to ask you guys a, 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 your opinion on this because I think Mike McCarthy should be gone. Um, they have a historically bad defense. They're it's one and five. It's too early. Too early. I mean, dude, they the Giants had scored three so touchdowns early, all year. Early injuries, it's you not happening. You gotta yet. give them some time. Now it's not, not the time. happening yet. I mean, Dak quarterback just got hurt. Had Quarterbacks Dak out, gotten yeah, hurt. Coaches out too. Had Dak not gotten hurt, I think, Seriously. and they lost that game. I think he's gone. So, where you going from there? Hold on, who's who's gonna step in that spot? Well, they have somebody in the wings, I'm sure. I don't think that would be a great idea. I don't he's think it would like be a, a great he's idea. He's not the but best head coach ever, but he's not like a dumb. Oh, and five. I Pat, mean, can I just, like it's it's kind of Pat, it's kind of an analogy. Like you'd be you'd be a bad king. And the reason yeah. I say that is somebody does one thing off with his head. Five games, you'd be off with his head. You would help your kingdom. I'm not saying kill like, him. Salted peanuts. I'm not saying he should die. Five days into a job. Do you think five days into a job is the proper window of time to properly assess someone's performance? Five days into a job? How about five days? Like like five days. How about five weeks? Do you think after five weeks you should have know everything about the job and be the best at the job and not be able to be fired? No, or do you but think if, if you after have, five weeks, if you you're have, not that great, they can fire you. If you have glaring deficiencies in certain areas and you are not getting better, you are either staying the same or getting worse, no matter how much help you have. Injuries. Yes, uh, Van Der Esch is out. Smith is out. But not only that, Marcus Lawrence hasn't been playing well. He just started playing pretty well. It's just well, you know that's coaching. You got to coach that guy up and get him to play better. Yeah, but also he, it's not like a team that he built. He walked into a team like you can't he knew hold what him he was accountable getting into. for everything that's happening. He knew what he was getting into. Yeah, five weeks into it, dude. That'd be stupid on any team to no, fire no, no, somebody no. after. To five no, weeks. I got crazy. it. I got it. Easy. Yeah, McCarthy's Especially out. Especially after your quarterback's done. McCarthy's out. McCarthy's going to get traded to the Los Angeles Clippers for Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell is going to coach the Dallas Cowboys. The rest Lock of the it season, in. McCarthy's going to go Lock coach it in. the Clippers. Sam- there it is right there. Boom. 
Well, they, Sam Cassell did win a championship. I feel like if he went into that locker room. Sam Cassell did win a championship. They can go into that Sam Cassell won a championship in Texas. Sam Cassell won a championship in Texas. The week after a coach's high, high, upper echelon quarterback goes down with an injury and they win the game anyway, you're going to fire him? All right, first of all, they beat the Giants. They beat the Giants. You lose to the Giants, you get kicked out of the league. So what? The Giants are terrible. That division oh, is terrible. Dude, no. And no. The, no. The Giants the, are a good team. No, they're has, not. No, no, no. They're not a great team. They're no. a good team. Not good. They're behind their quarterback. They're a team of the future. They're not right now, but they're a good team. Especially with Saquon now. Especially that's, in that's that, what makes them a bad team. In, in that 100% trash bag of a division. That, that's what makes and them they bad. still won a game, which puts them in the tie for first, if I'm not mistaken. They haven't won any games. They're tied Dallas, for last Dallas, in the league. Oh, Dallas, Dallas is number one now. That's Billy what I'm saying. Lost. Billy lost. Oh, they're in first place? Fuck it, fire them. Dallas has two wins. Out of here. Ooh, you're in first place at two and three. Two and three. And they never should have lost that game against the Falcons, and you know it. No, shouldn't have won that game. But me and everyone else was jumping on Carson Wentz too early. He's not that good. No, who said that? Yeah, me. Me. You. I just said me. I said I jumped on it too early. I told you just for like two years he was garbage. Not, not that good, dude. And Dallas will win that division with, with Andy Dalton. Guess what else, though? Market. Guess what else? There is literally no telling what's going to happen from week to week or who's going to play at any point in this season. A because of injury, which is you know what? Because of injuries in the NFL, that's a that's a certainty anyway. But now and the somebody, somebody cannot go somebody cannot get hurt, but go to look for a hat at the mall and not be able to play for two weeks. That's a fucking thing. Yeah, the Raiders got lucky. They should have had this is the all second the win dice. against the Chiefs the Patriots should have beat them with that game. It's a Yahtzee game. The whole season is a Yahtzee game. There's no there's no telling where anything's gonna go. Like if the Patriots had Cam Newton the other day. It seems like maybe they would have won. There's no telling. I always way, go for sixes. They could have I don't know if anybody else feels the same. Always go for sixes or ones. That's it. But but first is sixes. But guess what? It makes it that much more interesting of a season. I think it's, it sucks from a fan's perspective because my team hasn't practiced in two weeks and has to play a game on today. So I. It's frustrating, but it's going to be really interesting. They're going to beat Denver at home. It'll be a close game. They're going to beat Denver. They goddamn well no. better beat Denver beat at Denver home. With my boy. Oh, my God. Denham. I believe it's pronounced Denham. The Merlot Denham. You know what I mean? All right. Javon so. Denham. Fudge. Um. Fudge. <laughs> so... No, no Thursday Ingle night game. McCreary. No Thursday night game next week. Wait, what? No Thursday night game next whoa, week. Whoa, whoa, this week? So this in, week or in two week? days. Um, in two days, which <laughs> so week seven. In in two days, there's no game. Right. So week six. So in two ga- in two days, there is a game or no? No. Next week. That isn't this week. There isn't a game. So who's playing this week? Nobody is playing this week on Thursday. Technically, the Thursday night game is... Week. All right, you're getting a little confused. 
the Thursday night game starts off the NFL week. So what I'm saying is the next week, so in two days, there is no Thursday night NFL. game. So the way you said next week of the NFL, there's no. Okay. Right. So you in two next days. week, that implies calendar. But So there's so one o'clock would have been games. an acceptable answer. There's one o'clock games. There's four o'clock games. There's an eight o'clock game, and then there's a Monday night game, depending on what the fuck happens with people uh, and their COVIDness. So we'll see what goes on with Just that. Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Two, two Monday games. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. No. Five one... o'clock game. Chiefs Bills. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They scheduled that last week, and it didn't happen. So I'm not gonna hold my breath on that. Five shit. p.m. The Bills are playing right yeah, now. The that's Chiefs when the Patriots were supposed to play this past week. Well, why wouldn't they? They just—they're both these teams are good. Because one guy tested two days before that, and they were playing at home, so they can't bring a non-infected team into their own stadium. All I know is the Bears are going to beat the Panthers. This is such bullshit. God, I'm over this. God, it's not even just with football; just in general. The thing is, it's though, very upsetting. Football. And I'm not sorry about that. Goddamn foot, 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 football. Um, finds a way. Football. Oh. It will go on. Uh, we, we need to we need to be, be careful of the football. Need, need more football. Must go football. Must 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 have football. Must. Have <laughs> All right. So let's let's, let's our let's... awful gold booms. <laughs> yeah, that was just. Uh, yeah, that that just uh, what what wasn't wasn't good wasn't good. Uh, so let's let's uh, discuss. Also, also not good. Nope, mine wasn't either. But I never said it was gonna be. Um, so we yeah, learned that, that none of us are good at Jeff Goldblum impressions. Uh, so we learned that today. So, uh, Dan, you said you have, uh, Emma's picks, so we'll do, we'll just do them in order as we, uh, as we go through. So I already made all my picks this week, uh, bye weeks, uh, for the, the teams that are off this week are, uh, the Raiders, Saints, Chargers, and Seahawks. So adjust your fantasy teams accordingly. Uh, so game one is the Texans at the Titans. Uh, what do we have for those? We'll start with Emma's picks, and then we'll go Dan and Dave. She picks the Titans for 500. Who do you have? Me? Yeah, you. Okay. Titans. Dave, who do you have? If you listen to the show, you know I love the Texans, so all day, Houston. Tuck the Texans. All right. Uh, next up, we have uh, the Bengals at the Colts. I'm sorry? I have the Burrows. Emma has the Colts. Dan's okay. got the Burrows. All right, and uh, Dave, who have you got? I'll go. I'll go see as well. What? I'll go Cincy oh, as all right. well. All I heard was I'll go see as well. Ryan Tannehill just ran in a touchdown for the Titans and is now. 20 to 10. They're about to kick the field goal. At the you mean the extra seven. point? I have. I told, you, so. I told you this is when the Bills lose. The trash, they're done. 
Spencer says silly things sometimes. Tennessee's going to score many, many points. Falcons at Vikings. <laughs> Who's picking the Falcons? Anybody? I did. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Vikings for me. No Falcons, please. I'll take the Vikings as well. What? Who does Emma have? Vikings. Uh, I think they might turn it around with a new coach, you know, especially with these rumors of, oh, is Matt Ryan going to finish his career with the Vi- uh, the Falcons? They're like, uh, you know. This year. He's toast. He's made so much money. What the hell will he keep playing, boy? Screw that. Uh, Broncos at Patriots. Actually, I wrote it down as the uh, P-A-T-R-R-O-T-S. Patroots. <laughs> Patroots. Emma picked the Patriots. I did as well. And Dave, just as, just just make sure I have a witness. I'm not looking at yours. All, all Emmas are in the red ink. Mine's in the in the black. Sure, thank you. Just to make sure right. I'm not, I'm not so, cheating. Dave, who do you have? Uh, who, who is this? <laughs> thanks for paying. Thanks for playing along. Patriots Broncos. What? what? <laughs> that was my that was my Chris impression. Uh, I have um. The Patriots to win that game. Yeah, I think everybody everybody probably will. Uh, Washington at the Giants. Uh, Washington all around, Emma and Eddie. She actually said Washington. We were curious about which one she was going to say because the Giants are easier to say, you know? Yeah. But no, she went Washington. Dave, who do you have? I think the Giants get their first win. I'm going to go Giants. I also went with the I want Giants. Happen, I want that to happen. I'm just rational in me. It says don't go with the Giants. So what I'm going to do is uh, is pretty good. Once this game is over, I will uh, I will put in a uh, a little thing at the end to update everybody as to what the uh, what the standings are. We can talk shit at Joe too. I mean, I don't know about talking shit at Joe. I mean, I might, I might reach out on Twitter and be like, "Hey, just so you know, my niece beat you in the picks." And we're gonna talk shit. We had a lot of action going. He owes me a lot of the stuff, so yeah, I'll be like, "Oh, where are you, where are you gonna send that down home cider?" Uh, so yeah. hey, up next need it. now, we have uh, raisins at Eagles. Eagles on this one. And I have the Ravens. I can't believe she didn't pick the Raisins. I was very surprised that she didn't. Uh, Dave, who you got? Baltimore. Come on now. <laughs> Double checking. I, I know who Dave's got in this next one, but Browns at Steelers. Hey, don't assume my picks or my gender. <laughs> I don't do that. So who who does that him have? it? One more time. I got the brown. You guys. Dave's keep... got the brown. I I got that. Number two. What do okay. Emma and you have? We both have Steelers. What? Yeah, I do too. Emma and I oh, both have the Steelers. Two. I thought you meant me and you. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Bears at Panthers. <laughs> um, Panthers. You know, I'm gonna flip it around this week. Uh, yeah, I just kidding. Bears. Panthers, you, Emma, Bears for me. 
I also have the Panthers. I have the Texans, Colts, Falcons, Patriots, Giants, Raisins, Steelers, Panthers. And for this next game, I have I like the Lions over the Jaguars. Uh, what do you guys say? I have the Jags are going to win. I have Detroit as well. I got the Jags. Mm. All right. Uh, up next, we have Jets at Dolphins. I took the Dolphins in this one. Especially at home. Emma yeah. has the Dolphins. I have the Dolphins. I'm with that. Dolphins all day. Dave? Uh, I'm two t- Dolphins all day. I'm taking the Jets just because they're 0-5. And, yeah, it's a division game. So, I'm, I'm going I'm to go steal game right here. I'm going to go lock of the and upset at the same time. Jets. Do you, think Dolphins are, do you think Dolphins are delicious, Un- though? Unprecedented lock and upset just came to me. I kind of think like they'd be really delicious dolphins. I Joe Flacco, Le'Veon Le'Ve Bell, not going to get mm. traded yet. Yeah. All right, Packers. Yeah, that would be a backbreak. Somebody else. Packers at Bucks. Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Bucks all day. Is that what Emma has? Yeah, I got. I got bucks as well. Oh yeah, bucks all day over bucks here. Bucks all day. Uh, I got the, the Packers on that one. Uh, chefs at Bills. Bills for her. Chefs for me. Dave. Uh, I wish I could see how this game plays out first but um you don't have the almanac bro it's not like that damn five o'clock game in new york um you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go bills i'm gonna go i think they're gonna pull out this monday night and i'm gonna i'm gonna go bills yeah i'm gonna go bills all right uh cards at cowboys cowboys all day Dave. That's just being prideful, not thinking that Kyler's not going to do good because he will. Who? Kyler Murray. Though. Oh, I got Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Of course you do. All right, so that's uh, that's <clears throat> everything for that for that week. So I have the Chefs and the Cardinals myself. But the game. Um, let's see. Is that? I think that's everything. I think we uh, we've covered it all. Uh, Who the Niners playing? That's the only reason I asked because that's the only one I didn't mark. Oh, I didn't see that one. I must have missed that one. Let me look. The 49ers must be playing, uh, probably playing an AFC team. Yeah, I can't remember. I was. I, did, I must I have missed that one when I was filling this out. So let me, uh, let me find out momentarily, and I will uh, get you that information. Do we have uh, anything else we want to discuss before we uh, we wrap things up, though? Uh, Drew Brees is an old man. And LeBron is really good. I have a ton else. Uh, it's and True Lies came out in 94, and it's a great movie. No, Ram, True Lies, Rams, I, Rams I, at 49ers. Rams. 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 Oh, they're up. Uh, yeah, nine, Niners uh, over here for Emma. Rams for me. Rams, Rams, Rams. All right, so let me add that in real. I quick. was not born a handsome man. 
<laughs> With even a fully functional brain. The yeah, good you Lord. said that, but we had no quotes, so boo to you. I said Howard. very limited quotability. You just quoted it, and it was a very yeah. obscure reference. So. Well, it was no, not no, very no, obscure. No. They zoomed in on Clint Howard's face. Hey, look, Mama. It's the devil. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> All right, so who did everybody have? What? Who did you guys have for that hey! one? Rams Niners, what do you got? Oh, Jesus. Who did everybody I, pick? Rams! No, I I picked the Rams. Emma picked yeah. the Niners. I thought I already discussed this. We did. But that's I picked okay. the Rams as well. The yeah, well, I, had to, well, I, had well, I had to add it to my spreadsheet. I had to add it to my spreadsheet. Let me get the table over here. Two Rams and a Niner. Can I get two Rams and a Niner? Thank Jimmy you. G is just like... Like a like a Jimmy's not gonna be playing. He's not gonna his his ankle is not healed. He came back too early. It was very clear that he came back too early, wasn't ready to be there, was uncomfortable on it. And you know what? I'm I'm hoping you know what? I'm taking the coach's word for it because why wouldn't I? It could just be that he sucks and is broken. Who knows if that's the case? He's just gonna end up back in New England tomorrow once or tomorrow next year once Cam leaves. Boo. That's a Belichick wet dream. I bet you he called him on the phone that night, goes, Oh Jimmy, how's your ankle? Happy face, smiley, Jimmy, face. How's your ankle, like. J- Jamie? Are you ready to come back to the team? <laughs> That's a great Belichick. It's just terrible. It's very terrible, Trump. I don't know what he's trying to get at. I don't understand. Best thing about him is doing, being able to do his voice, and it sounds funny to me. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what you guys are doing. Yo, fuck him, dude. Fuck him. You know what I am saying? Fuck it all. You're all. All right, so we're getting a little silly over here. Yeah, I think that's a that's about it. So, uh, you uh, you listen at home. You got a hot take prediction or disagree with something we said? Well, then let us know at the loudest sports show at gmail.com. Follow us on social media on Twitter at loudest underscore show and on Instagram at the loudest sports show. Uh, until next time, I uh, I don't know. Do you guys say one any? thing? Yeah, yeah. You just you just did, but you can say something else. One little voice. I don't know. I don't know. I also that. want to say, just because uh, I know Joe Murray is listening to this. Uh, I know he mentioned Mister Three Thousand last week. I w- it was kind of under the radar. I just want to say that's just absolutely ridiculous. So that's that's what I'm signing off with. And my one little Terrible voice, movie, even though I love Bernie Mac, that was from the Doug episode we were talking about earlier when they had they were thinking big and had a big band. Hey, Patty, want to whack some balls? <laughs> Shag some balls. Shag some shag balls. Some ball. I thought you said wax some balls. Shag. No, that was later on in the evening when she found out about his. That'd be a very inappropriate uh, thing for him to say. Well, she found out shag about his uh, romantic abnormality. You would think I'm saying things that are dirty. But uh, yeah, so. Peace out! I'm out of here. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait! Wait! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Before we go, before we go, if we're gonna if we're gonna sign off, we're gonna sign off. Correctly. So, uh, hold on. We're gonna. We gotta do this. We gotta do this the right way. And uh, hold on. Let me. Let me get to it. Hold on. I, I should have had this ready, and I didn't because I didn't think of it because I was. I was under the impression that things were gonna be going a specific way, but they weren't. So we're gonna. We're gonna end 
on this good night. Good night. I love you. Peace out. I'm out of here. <laughs> Extreme!